This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Monday, November 12th, 2018. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Late Friday afternoon, Anne Arundel County Executive-elect Stuart Pittman announced his future chief of staff as well as his future chief administrative officer. And Jennifer Purcell of Dunkirk will be named as his chief of staff. And she formerly was the interim director of the Maryland Horse Council. For his chief administrative officer, he has selected Ben Burge of Odenton. And currently, he is manager of the Prince George County County Stat Program. He has worked for government for 25 years, primarily in budget and program analysis. If you travel up the 95 corridor, specifically the 895 corridor in Baltimore, you need to listen up to this. For the next two and a half years, half of I-895 will be closed starting on November 27th, which is the Tuesday after Thanksgiving. This all gets underway just north of the Baltimore Harbor Tunnel, and the MTA announced that drivers should use I-95 in the Fort McHenry Tunnel or the Baltimore Beltway, I-695, and the Key Bridge to get around the expected backups, which are expected to be very significant. Also to compound that, in the spring, the northbound tube of the Harbor Tunnel will be closed for two months for repairs with one lane in each direction on the open tunnel. The exit for Hollabird Avenue will also be closed until spring of 2020. And when all is said and done, the regular I-895 traffic pattern will return to new and improved normal in the spring of 2021. Pardon my language, but here's a real shitty deal from Tribune Publishing. Days after reporting a third quarter loss and as it entertains bids to buy up its newspapers, Tribune Publishing is planning to offer buyouts to full-time, non-unionized workers who have been with the company for at least 10 years. That in of itself is not too bad. Now, the Tribune does own the Capital Gazette as well as the Baltimore Sun, and they are offering a, quote, enhanced package of incentives that includes a longer severance pay and an opportunity to continue with medical, dental, and all of that stuff through the severance period. A letter sent from the Human Resources Department also said that unionized workers will be expected to get an equivalent offer by November 16th. Now, here's where it gets really shitty. During his third quarter conference call, the company said it recorded a net loss of $4.2 million in the three months ending September 30th, all of it attributable to newsprint tariff costs, which have been rescinded, and, get this, the costs following the June 28th fatal shooting of five people in the Capital Gazette newsroom here in Annapolis. As to be expected, a lot of reporters, both for the Baltimore Sun as well as the Capitol, are upset about this. If you look at the Twitter sphere, you'll see tweets that say, this makes me feel so sick. Tribute has been good to us, but I didn't know this was the cost. Another one says, Tribune says job cuts are due to 4.2 million loss to tariffs and cost of the June 28th shooting. Funny, there's no mention of the 15 million they paid Pharaoh in May after sexual misconduct allegations. But yes, let's blame my dead friends. Today, the company formerly known as Tronk announced buyouts and potential layoffs. The capital was not excluded from this announcement. Later, I found out revenue shortfalls are being attributed to the massacre of my friends. I get that business is business, but there is such a thing as ethical business. 
Wireless internet is on its way to Oriole Park at Camden Yards. The stadium, one of the few Major League Baseball parks without public Wi-Fi, is on track to give free internet to its fans by opening day of next season. Well, at least that's the goal. The push behind this is that fans are increasingly taking to social media to share game day experiences. Sports leagues are trying to make it easier for them to do that so it can benefit from what's essentially free publicity. The push for Wi-Fi also reflects MLB's efforts to appeal to a younger audience because the core audience is getting really old, just like me. That is about it for the daily news today. Please make sure you're checking in on ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we do update it throughout the day. And I know there's going to be new news coming around. Want to make sure you give us a recommendation to all of your friends and colleagues. And if you're someplace where they offer the ability to rate or review the podcast, please do that as well. Now, just hang out. We have George Young on deck with your local DMV weather forecast, and he's coming up right after this. Whether it's Main Street, your street, or any street in the county that we all live in and love and call Anne Arundel, it's a special place. But part of living here is having a bank that provides what you need when you need it. So when your plans and dreams call for a bank, turn to us, your neighbor. We're Severn Bank, supporting the community that supports us. I'm Alan Hyatt, chairman of Severn Bank, and it's our honor to be the bank that serves the people of Anne Arundel County. One thing that we never forget is that as a member of this community, it's our responsibility to be committed to helping you and our county thrive. Like you, we live here, we work here, and we play here. Severn Bank, we're here with you. Online at SeverinBank.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Severn Bank is a trade name used by Severn Savings Bank. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Monday, November 12th. This weekend was a cold one with the first freeze of the year for practically every spot on the map happening Sunday morning, along with high temps both Saturday and Sunday, only in the 40s, some 10 to 15 degrees below normal for this time of year, which is right around 58 to 60 degrees depending on which major airport you look at. And let's face it, those winds on Saturday didn't help matters either. And there are more below average temps ahead as well as our favorite topic of the year, Rain, which we'll see break out once again across Annapolis and all of Anne Arundel County later today, sometime in the PM hours, and it could be heavy at times overnight as the coastal storm moves by with rains and breezy winds lasting into at least Tuesday morning, if not the afternoon. And when all is said and done, this rainstorm could deliver enough rain for BWI Airport to officially break its all-time single-year rainfall record as the current total for 2018 sits at 60.65 inches, meaning just 2.02 inches are needed to break the 2003 all-time single-season record of 62.66 inches of rain. So let's see how that turns out. But then after that, another even stronger blast of cold air will come into the area with high temps on Wednesday behind the storm, likely only 37 to 42 degrees. And while it will warm back up into the 40s and 50s later in the week and over the weekend, it will be a cool and wet week on the whole. So plan on umbrellas and jackets for the foreseeable future. Okay, that's it for today. Make it a great day out there. Be sure to follow DMV Weather anywhere all the time at dmvweather.com or on social media via Twitter or Facebook or especially on our free app that you can download from the Apple App Store or Google Play Store on all of your devices by searching for DC 
MDVA weather so you can always stay weather informed. This is George Young with DMV Weather. Despite the chilly, rainy weather ahead, we're only a week and a half away from the Thanksgiving holiday, which is always a great time of year. So this week more than most, remember, whatever the weather outside, have fun and be safe. When you think of Watermark, you probably think of Harbor Queen. You know, the big white boat that sits down at the end of City Dock. But did you know that Harbor Queen is much more than just a visitor attraction? That thousands of local school children take field trips aboard it every year to learn about the Chesapeake Bay and our region's history. But that's not all you don't know about Watermark. When the Susquehanna River crested, washing thousands of tons of debris into our waterways, Watermark was there, rolling up their sleeves, helping the Annapolis Harbor Master clean up Ego Alley. And when the Annapolis Police Department SWAT team needed a boat to conduct special training exercises on to help protect our waters, they called Watermark. Watermark, making our mark. To learn more about how Watermark is here for our hometown, visit watermarkjourney.com. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.